I love that. I love that. I can't wait to see what else you guys kind of do with this thing. I think it's going to be sure. uh, it's a little bit of like Frankenstein's monster, right? It, it's, going, it's going to turn into something. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's usually what happens with me. I start yeah. down a I start down a path to fix one thing, yeah. and I'm all of a sudden I'm developing ten other things. So it's all fun. Welcome to Car Wash, the podcast, your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. So put it in neutral, feed off the brakes, and take your hands off the steering wheel. Here is your guide on this journey, Car Wash Magazine Editor-in-Chief, Matt DeWolf. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Car Wash the Podcast. I'm your host, Matt DeWolf, blah, 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 you know the rest. Get conceptual with me for a second. Car washing is a very strange industry. It's unique in how it needs to be marketed, run, and what it produces. With the implementation of a membership model, a wash's marketing looks like and borrows from retail. On-site, however, especially when you look closely at the equipment and the back rooms, car washes look much more like a factory. The site is about heavy machinery, chemistry, efficiency, speed, and high volume, while keeping your costs as low as possible. A wash differs again from retail in a factory setting because car washes are not selling a widget. Like I said, it's the experience. I'm not sure there's another business quite like it. Jason and Claire Cunningham are the husband and wife team behind Big Splash Car Wash and Spotless Wash Solutions. They are, as many in the car wash space, scrappy entrepreneurs. What sets them apart, and why we are telling you their story, is a step further than that. They've addressed all those aspects of car washing with innovative technology. Technology that they have both adopted from other industries and invented themselves. Innovation's so good, other people are buying them. I visited Jason and Claire at their newest wash in Colorado. So Jason, uh, let's start out. I wanted to get into a little bit of just kind of where we always start, okay. which is uh, what, what was your path to the industry? How did you get into car washing? Well, um, my family's always been entrepreneurs. We've always had our own businesses. Um, my grandfather had a truck stop. My father, he, had a, he has a trucking company as well as a transportation company. Um, I don't know. I, I, I worked with them for a while. I kind of grew up owning my own business. My background is finance. And I was looking for an opportunity of what kind of business we would want to be in and what looked fun. I, I love a hands-on approach. Um, I like building things myself, doing things myself. And the car wash industry just seemed to fit that. It, uh, you know, there's, it's running a business. It's running a small factory per se, and I, I like the model. It's a it's a cash model. You're not chasing money, which is I think we <laughs> all like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, my wife Claire and I we were looking for some opportunities. Uh, we were exploring some different options. Uh, we end up finding a site in Kansas City that uh, we could lease and get into the space for not a lot of money at the time. Um, we got into it. We had a partner. We learned a lot that first year what the, the industry looked like. Um, we end up uh, buying out our partner and taking over and uh, really, really pushing the, the business hard. And um, we grew a, a pretty good footprint in the Kansas City metro area. It started when my husband, actually my fiance at the time, said, I want to change my career. And he was <laughs> looking at a totally different career path. And I had no idea about car washes before then. But he basically said you know he was interested in the business he likes heavy equipment and, and manufacturing process and that's kind of some of his background 
So it was perfect um, for him to kind of go do that while I kept my regular job and sort of supported all this. And yeah. so we got into, um, in Kansas City, we started off at one site, our very first one, we leased it, and then we purchased it, um, improved it, and then we grew to five sites. And in 2019, we actually sold those business operations okay. and um, then kind of pivoted and came back out to uh, Colorado Springs. We actually have connections out here. Um, my family has property in the mountains. Okay. Um, I went to Colorado College, which is here in the Springs, and some other family connections. So, Tell me a little bit about when you, when you made that sell, right? You sold those locations. That had to be like a big, rewarding moment. What did that feel like for you? It was, but it, uh, it was a little bit bittersweet. Okay. You know, our, our family, we built them ourselves. It wasn't, uh, you know, we, we took over older locations, remodeled them. Myself, I did a lot of the work. My kids were around. They were helping pick up trash and doing everything. And, and it, was a, it was a tough decision for our family if we wanted to sell them or not. Um, obviously, you know, there was the financial decision around it, but there was also a big emotional decision where the kids, you know, they were like, Dad, you're selling. We, this is we grew up doing this, and now you're selling it. And I mean, my kids were six, seven years old at the time, and but they, it was fun. But it was it was hard to get out a, a little bit. But um, again, it it was rewarding, and there was a lot of weight lifted off of our shoulders as well. So, uh, so you sold. You you were out. Yes. You were clean and free. You did what every entrepreneur wants to do. You built a successful business. You sold the thing, and then you came back. Why? Yes. We like the space. It's. Um, I think it's. Uh, I think it's a, a great investment. Yeah. Um, you know the the business model works still. I know it's getting. There's a lot of car washes coming to the industry. A lot of PE groups are coming to the industry. I still think there's some runway left for for you know individuals to build out their washes, build out a footprint. Um, we're somewhat replicating what we did in Kansas City. Here we have. Our location here in the Springs, uh, we're getting ready to open one up in Pueblo. Okay. Uh, we have another location here in the Springs. Um, we have the dirt already and it's just waiting to break ground. So, you know, we'll be, we'll be three locations, hopefully by the end of this year. And hopefully we're five to 10 locations in the next three to five years. Okay, okay, so when you, when you got back in, right, um, first of all, how long were you out? Like a, like a, like a week? Um, <laughs> Pretty much zero days. Yeah, we, okay. we we actually owned this property already when we exited out. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So you weren't leaving. No. I wondered how they do it, running two companies, expanding washes, and maintaining a family life. How does it all work? I asked Claire. Her answer after the break. Amplify Car Wash Advisors is a full service car wash advisory firm, formed by industry veterans Bill Martin and Jeff Pavone. With a mission to create wealth for their clients, Amplify takes a unique approach to what can be a complicated and emotional experience. Whether you're looking to sell, partner, or grow, Amplify has you covered. It's a Wall Street process with a personal touch. That's a lot going on. Like, it's not like, you know, having one wash is hard, having two washes, it's like having kids, right? It the is. more you have, the harder it gets. Sure. So how do you guys manage that kind of family side and the entrepreneurship side and, and just kind of being regular humans? Well, I think some of it is, you know, you just you just have a different work schedule. I mean, I kind of just don't, I don't really have weekends, yeah. you know? And you just kind of work when you have to and you, you play when you can. And, you know, we like to 
to go on trips sometimes. Jason loves to go fishing. So, you know, we just will go to Arkansas and fish or, or something like that. So we, we take breaks when we need to. Um, but it just, you have to just kind of, you know, dive in and, and do the work and enjoy it and kind of love what you do. What Claire and Jason do at their locations, it works. They have the little details covered, like heated concrete during the cold months and a vacuum plaza with compressed air, mat washers, and towels. They even have a fun squirrel mascot called Dash. But really, it's the technology that is most impressive on their site. Jason is really the hands-on, heavy equipment, big idea car wash operator. And Claire keeps him tethered to, you know, what's in the contract, as she puts it. She also handles marketing for the wash. You can see real high-tech themes in both of their realms. Well, I think the technology, you know, as you go through our site and you've seen some of the things we've got, you know, like the digital menu signs out here, it's really fun. And, you know, I also do the marketing piece, but it's really fun to be able to create videos, marketing videos, and animate our mascot or little squirrel guy, (laughs) you know, things like that that you can use. And it just gives action and motion to people when they pull up. And, it, and so I think we've, we've used the, the technology of like the digital signage and the different um, things that, you know, give people kind of a sort of a high tech experience, you know, and that's kind of yep. part of our brand voice and our, our brand approach. So. Okay, so let's go there. Let's talk about marketing, right? So mm-hmm. um, different industry car wash space, not that different if you really think about it from mm-hmm. a marketing perspective than any other kind of retail operation. What are some things that you have found to be super successful uh, as you kind of try to market either your me- your unlimited memberships uh, or even if it's just kind of single retail washes? Sure. Well, I think, again, it goes back to, you know, you almost have to convert people to be car washers <laughs> and get them to do it more. And that's the goal is make it kind of an addictive, fun experience that yeah. you can you know, replicate. Um, and I think I actually made a billboard that said it was like a warning label and it said, warning, this car wash may become habit forming. You know, so things <laughs> yeah. like that, you know, just kind of have, have that plant, that seed of, you know, and getting hooked on a site. I mean, we're out here in the parking lot and our staff is waving at the members because they see them all the time. Yeah. They come through here. Um, and so it's just, you know, doing that. And I think the creative outlet of the marketing, it's, it balances a lot of the other things that I do. So I really kind of look forward to that, that side as well. I spoke with Jason and Claire at their newest Big Splash location in Colorado Springs. We talked outside the 200-foot tunnel that features a belt system, blackout walls, the latest in LED technology lighting for light shows, an obscene amount of dryers, and more stainless steel than a restaurant kitchen. You know, we knew there's a lot of tunnels being built, and a lot of the chains that are being built are, are very similar. We wanted to give our customers, you know, a more elevated experience, and by you know, bringing in the dark tunnel and the light show, uh, our goal with it was, you know, with our name Big Splash and having to do with water and the car washes that we wanted as the soap was on the car, basically if you're looking through the soap on the window, it, it kind of looked like you were underwater. And so that's why we, we darkened it, um, why we put the lights the way we do. We have them um, changing back and forth between white and blue to give that kind of underwater effect as if you were walking through a, a tunnel or an aquarium or something like that. Well, when we first opened it, 
a couple customers gave reviews that said this was like Disneyland for a car wash. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And I think you know, with the big windows that we have, the lights yeah. at night especially really kind of pop and it looks cool. So I think some of it is it is customer experience, and you're trying to you know make sure that it's it's fun. And I think that's part of our voice and our brand is is fun. I mean, it's important to have fun to, I think people feel better when their car's clean, and so it's just kind of continues and contributes to this healing. You know, the other thing we did with this site is, it's on a, it's on a very busy street, yeah. so it, uh, you know, we, we really did plan on it being a high volume site. Uh, it does a lot of volume. Uh, we have four lanes here, so that our customers are not waiting in line. Uh, they get through very quickly, even on, you know, 1500 car days, they're, they're moving through really quick. Um, the belt, I, this is my third site of putting a belt in. Okay. For our customers coming through, we want to have, again, I go back to that elevated experience and, and we want to show more technology. We want our customer to feel like this is a high-end wash that they can bring their you know, expensive cars to and nothing's going to get damaged, nothing's going to happen. We, we keep it very clean around here. Um, our employees greet every customer at the, the kiosk, the pay stations. Um, we're, we truly believe in selling and at, at the kiosk and the pay station itself and, and not just having a, an automated experience that yeah. they're going through a teller. Yeah. Okay, so at this specific location, right, you've got the belt in, you love it. Uh, you've been putting in more and more belts as you go. But at one point you had conveyors. What was kind of the thing for you that made you say, you know what? Belts are the way of the future. You know, I think the biggest thing that happened to us is we took the leap and put in a belt, not knowing how that was going to go. We were the second STI belt installed in the U.S. And it was kind of a big leap of faith. But as soon as we did it, we saw the benefits. Uh, the benefits were really in maintenance and, and cleaning. The belt just, it was there, it operated every day. We weren't worried about roller ups. Rollers jamming, that, I mean, rollers jamming used to be a huge part of our, our day and frustration. And I, I got the call all the time, we have a roller jammed, or I would call and like, why aren't we washing any cars right now? Well, we have a jammed roller or a roller broke or the chain broke or a number of those things. And a lot of that's maintenance, you know, it's upkeep, but, yeah. yep. but our, our conveyor wasn't but two years old and we still have those issues. And we replace rollers every year, we replace chain every year, we, we cleaned it, but there was some immediate, you know, um, benefits on maintenance as soon as we put the belt in. It was just, it was kind of maintenance free Yeah. In, in some ways. I mean, we have a rinse system on it that cleans it. You know, it, it, uh, we do our, our preventative maintenance that we need to do. Uh, it has an automatic greaser on it that greases the bearings and everything for us. Okay. So we just, we didn't have the issues we had with the chain and roller. I'll remain Switzerland in the belt versus chain conveyor argument. But the very interesting thing about this particular belt is how cars are loaded onto it. We have all seen the use of signage, attendance, big mirrors, digital screens, lane delineators, and more, but all of those have trade-offs. Jason and Claire tried pretty much all of them. You know, we tried a number of things that anybody would use to, to try to control traffic. Uh, we tried cones, we tried uh, lane delineators. Uh, customers, the problem with those was customers, to keep them tight enough, People didn't feel comfortable. They thought they were going to hit them. Uh, I tried using road dots, which I really liked, but in cold weather environment, the glue, they would seem to pop off quite a bit. And we were constantly, it was a constant maintenance issue with them. Uh, we've also tried the Tommy balls and, and tried to set those up. 
they get bumped out of the way. You constantly have to watch them in, in their movements. Like most car washers, Jason has a story about the moment that he realized something needed to change. The background for this, this whole system came when I got, it was our first conveyor we installed, yep. first belt conveyor. And I got the phone call and, uh, and a text picture of a car twisted around in my, oh, my tunnel. And I was told the car was 180, degree, 180 degrees the opposite direction. <laughs> and mind you, we have loading attendants yeah. that are supposed to be paying attention. Yep. And the story I got was the car, the front tire was on the conveyor. There wasn't a problem. But really the front tire was just barely over the conveyor. And so as it was going through the tunnel, the tire started to catch the concrete more and more. Yep. And it started pulling the car off until both tires were off and the passenger side belt was still pushing it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and it pushed the car around. So as the saying goes, there has to be a better way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the better way is I needed a system that was better than a human. Yeah. Because no matter how much training we give, there's, it's a human error. We're not very good. No. We are not very good. <laughs> I, can, I can have 10 different loading attendants and they will load 10 yep. different ways. Yep. So they realized nothing existed in the industry to fully solve their problem. While most people would accept the best of the imperfect solutions, they decided to invent a solution of their own. Claire also works for a software company. So armed with that expertise, the two found and worked with a company specializing in AI that helped them develop a totally new system. So. We developed what we call our Tunnel Entrance Safety System, or TESS. TESS, I like it. Yeah. So, short acronym. It yeah, makes it yeah, easier yeah, for, yeah. otherwise it's a word or a mouthful. Right. <laughs> so, we have TESS, and what TESS does, it, it's great. It, it really allows for an automated loading. Um, we have a lot of AI technology built into it, that, a lot of safety features. Mm. It will do automatic retracts for us. Uh, it knows where the tires are of the car. It knows if it's the front wheel, the back wheel. And as cars pull on, if they're not aligned exactly where we want them, yep. it will stop the conveyor. And it, it fires off a, the e-stop and alerts the attendant that we have a problem, you need to come out, we'll talk to the driver, we can back them up, realign them, and get them on their way. But it also, as they're approaching, if they're not exactly where we want them in the center, it will tell them to move left, mm -hmm. it tells them to move right. And what we have found with the system is it truly, the cars load much better without an attendant than they do with an attendant. We get the cars much more centered where we want them. With an attendant, the drivers tend to get distracted of which way the attendant's telling yeah. them to go. And are they telling them to go left? Are they telling them to go right? How much right do I go? How much left do I go? With our system and when they're pulling in, they truly see where they're at and they're paying attention to the screens and not just coming in at too fast. Right, <laughs> this yeah. is, go, this go is the problem, uh, coming in hot. Beyond loading cars correctly every time, which is a feat in itself, TESS has a few more interesting capabilities. Yes, so TESS, we can see all kinds of features on a car. We, uh, we can detect bike racks, ski racks, uh, large front bumpers, grill guards on Jeeps and trucks, raised trucks, trailer hitches, open truck beds, debris in truck beds. So it creates a, uh, a safety feature for that for our tunnel as well. I mean, employees miss looking at open truck beds all the time. Our system can see that there's an open truck bed and automatically apply a retract instead of depending on an employee out at the pay station to look in the back of a truck bed and then run in and make that retract. The whole thing works so well, they started to think that other washes might benefit from the technology. That's where Spotless comes in. You know, as we saw 
any, as we saw our loading get much better with this system, yeah. damage reductions, no problems with uh, cars coming off the conveyor, if they're, if they're not aligned properly, our alignment improved greatly with this system. Yeah. We started looking at, you know, is this something that's marketable? Uh, we talked internally much about it. Is the system, is it developed enough for other people to have it? Yeah. Um, is it still too much of a beta product for people to have it? And so I think you know we spent a little more time securing the system, um, a little bit more on development, uh, working on the features yeah. to really bring it to market. Yeah. And as as we thought that we had that done, we brought it to the car wash show. We had a lot of interest in it. Uh, we've installed it at other customer sites now. We got a number of units out in the field. Okay. It's been working great. Uh, our customers that have it, they're planning on it for any future site that they're building. And to be able to do that, what we've, we've done, we have another company, our, our architectural and design firm, okay. and also a distribution company, yeah. Spotless Wash Solutions. So we took that and made it a product of Spotless. And so therefore Spot, Spotless can now market the product and we have it on our website and, and uh, are able to sell it that way. Okay, so like shameless plug, Spotless Wash Solutions. <laughs> spotless Wash Solutions, that's who sells the tunnel entry safety system. The Big Splash ideology of treating washes like factories and embracing AI and automation is unique in car washing. And frankly, it's really exciting for me. So I wondered, now that the door's open, what's next? We've also are starting to incorporate some industrialized technology in, in all of our utilities and our um, gas, water, all our services that we have in order to maintain and make sure that we don't have excess usage. If we have a water leak, if we somebody leaves the water on instead of for the reclaim and the high pressure pumps, instead of using reclaim water, the fresh water bypasses on, we immediately can see that type of stuff and, and react on it so that we're not spending thousands of dollars and, and not finding out until the end of the month. Flow meters, sensors, trying to look at how much hot water are we using yeah. for each car? How much gas are we using for our hot water? How much gas are we using for our heaters? Looking at those different things and, and truly getting a, a cost per car that we can see on a real-time basis versus taking a monthly inventory on our chemicals and, and not knowing what's going on. You know, these are technologies that are used in most factories and, and processing plants and, and breweries, and we're just taking that same technology and bringing it to the car wash industry. Okay, so we've got Big Splash here. You've got two more Big Splash locations coming. Yes. You're hoping to get to five or 10 Big Splash down the road, then what? You know, then it's probably, I don't know what, it, <laughs> what comes in. Keep building Big Splashes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's, uh, we'll see. Maybe somebody wants to buy Big Splash. I, I'm not sure well, at that the, time. Well, sure, but you're just going to get back in the business. I, and that's probably where Spotless comes in because yeah. Yeah. now we're designing car washes and building car washes for other people and, and selling products and innovating products and, and being innovative in you know, a number of things that we want to do and, and keep looking for what those new innovations are for the industry. I posed the same question in my interview with Claire. Now fast forward with me. Mm -hmm. 10 years from today, what are you doing? Hopefully I'm on a beach now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> At some point, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I'm happy, um, happy what I'm doing. I love being busy and I'm not a good, I'm not the person to ask the whole 10 year question. Yeah. I, I kind of go, I don't look that far ahead. Well, so the future for Jason and Claire is undecided, I guess. 
But one thing I am sure of is whatever they do, it will be exciting to watch. Car Wash the Podcast is your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. Our show helps investors, owners, operators, and managers think about ways to enhance their business. Our podcast is a free on-demand audio program that provides information on the latest trends impacting the industry, tips from successful industry leaders, and inspiration for our listeners.